Hello, and welcome to Amateur Attempts. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. And that was all she wrote. <laughs> no, I was trying to make a little impression on what we're going to talk about with uh, bourgeoisie bicycle credits. Oh, yes. My new electric bike will get me from the porch to the car. Will I yes. ride it? No. Yes. No, let's sit I on have my the wall. to ride it for me while I sit on his lap. Mm. <laughs> push, Kevin. Push. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm not a little sexual, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you've done a good job. I'll keep you. I'll keep you around. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, so yeah, bicycle coupon credit. So uh, the the county that we live near, as well as there's probably other counties that are doing this too, they offer a bike credit that you can uh, basically, if you're of a certain income bracket, you can get yes. to help you buy. And it's also electric bikes, right? Too right. Or- so yeah, through our local utility, there's a deal. They'll give you a thousand dollar coupon, basically like an instant thousand dollars off of purchasing. A certain classification of e-bike. So um, that classification is, uh, they so they're pedal assist. They're not like the ones that you can just electric all the way and zip around in there for basically commuting. So it excludes mountain bikes pretty much and some of the more, I guess, niche stuff. But it basically it's basically... Bikes for, people actually want. It's for like commuter bike, <laughs> Yeah, commuter bikes and like road bikes per se. And they're just, just pedal assist. Um, it's interesting. So... My my wife qualified for it, so I took advantage of that shit. And what's interesting, so a thousand bucks, right? That's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, e-bikes are expensive as fuck for, like, no reason at all, right? Um, the components don't cost that much. Like, they cost somewhere less than that. But it, it jacks up the price of a regular bike basically by, like, a thousand bucks, 800 bucks, regardless of what it is. So whatever bike you think about normally, just add 800 to a thousand. Yep, exactly. It's ca- kind of crazy, right? So what... Um, what I, the reason why I thought to bring it up is it's an exact example of like an idea that was executed poorly. <laughs> yep. So what they did was they only allowed you to purchase it locally from certain stores that uh, obviously accepted this coupon, which makes sense, right? It's like, okay, well, let me just find the cheapest bike that I can so that way I don't have to pay as much out of pocket. Uh, turns out $1,000 does not get you very far. <laughs> so... The cheapest one I found originally was like three grand. Yep. So, for everyone in mind, this is for income limited people. You know, you got to qualify is, um, you know, income limited. And um, what do we got? Yeah. So, come up with another two grand so you can get a bicycle. Yep. See, when I think when most of think of income limited, they think of maybe $500 as like, whoa, look at that yeah. big roller. Like basically or free. I stole it or that too. <laughs> That's my neighbor's bike, but don't tell him. So, so yeah. yeah, two grand. I mean, shit, you could still buy a car in some cases for two grand. Right. It's like, why even bother with a Just bike? Just give me a coupon for a car. Anyway. I gave you a down the street, maybe, but even then, that's one fancy, like, bicycle. Yeah, or like a motor. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, this is, the people who could afford a bike like that don't qualify. Or the people that qualify can't afford a bike like that. Yeah. So... Well, it's, it's just odd. What ended up happening, and I'm pretty sure it's because I complained inside my head without telling anyone, <laughs> is that Telepathy. they added they added a website where you could actually purchase bikes from that they partnered with. 
I think it was called Ride Panda. And they had some cheaper bikes. Mm. So sub $2,000. I got the cheapest one, which was 1200 bucks minus the thousands of $200. I'm like, all right, that's something that people could maybe contemplate for commuting, you know, 5, 10, 15 miles because you could do that. And like, ba-bam, makes sense. Um, but it's just funny. It's like you'd think you would just give people the option of going with clearly the best bang for buck and like good brand bikes instead of like niche premium bikes or like certain, only certain brands. It's like just support whoever like is trying to deliver you a bike. I don't know. It's weird. It's like it doesn't fit the purpose of it. It really just defeats the point of it. Mm. So ended up getting something, but it's like it's not ideal. There's bikes that are cheaper than $1,000 that are as good as the ones that I paid for, right? They're just brands that give you more value, but can't use them. Okay. Right. Okay. So, uh, and it's interesting. Now let's see here. We're gonna pull a subsidy inception here. We're gonna talk about subsidy within a subsidy within a subsidy within a union. Are you pregnant? No, I'm subsent. Oh, okay. Anyway, the, that's it. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess Kevin did the work. Kevin, <laughs> produce. <laughs> so uh, I know you're gonna be a dad. Look at you. Yep. In this case, produce. Mom, I dad. see that that baby got coming. <laughs> your dad doesn't want to talk to you. Go talk to your other dad. Oh my god! Just <laughs> Lord. Anyway, well, uh, anyway. So currently, EV subsidies could range. It depends on the car, the model, all that stuff. Um, Up to seventy five hundred uh, originally. Yep, yep. So now they're what's offering potentially twelve thousand, uh, twelve thousand off. But there's a catch. It seems just like it's Pokemon. Only, huh? The government got to catch them all. Yeah, Catches right. everywhere. Jeez. <laughs> Pokey catch! Oh god, gotta catch them all, <laughs> chlamydia. Okay, wow, that did <laughs> not hit as I intended da, it da, to da, hit. Da, that did not. Okay, <laughs> so um, yeah, so this was part of that infrastructure bill uh, that you know uh, Biden's putting out, the three and a half trillion, I think. Um, so what they're doing? There's a couple of good things they're doing, and like a couple just like weird things that I don't. I mean, I have issue with, but it's not like going to negatively impact me other than vehicle choice. So they're increasing it to. 12 i think possibly twelve thousand five hundred. there's an additional like 500 dollars one for something uh we're not gonna go into the details of the whole thing it's just a case of a couple points on it so instead of it being a credit you have you using your taxes you actually just get that off of the price of the vehicle so that's honestly just more common sense like yeah. good improvement it's like okay now i don't so have to finance this year, vehicle exactly at the original price and then like pay year off later here's your whatever it's yeah, like, great. Attitude, yeah, like, <laughs> fuck you. So that's good. And that way it allows dealerships more wiggle room because then, you know, they could advertise prices and shit, you know, do all their, you know, questionable, like, oh, that's actually the price type thing. But that's fine. That's handy. I'm joking. Yeah. And what's cool is there's... <laughs> what's, what's cool with the scheming <laughs> is they um they reduced too because originally, like, Tesla's no longer have that credit because mm. they made more than 200,000 vehicles. So that was the limit. Okay. okay. If you make more than two hundred thousand, you don't get the credit anymore. Well, they got rid of that limit. Okay. So it's indefinite now, which is good. It's like, well, we should kind of work on this. Or if you want to adjust it later, I personal opinion, we should work on this until we get the you know EV uptake to a good amount, where it makes a difference, you know, environmentally. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that makes sense. That way, you can produce a popular vehicle and just keep attracting people to it. So I'm okay with that. Honestly, they could have just a higher limit, like half a million or something, but whatever. Um. <laughs> So that's good. Like those things make sense and it's more money. So you can qualify for more things, which is like cool. I think there's also one that even applies to used vehicles. That's a lesser amount, which is also would be cool. Yeah. Um, so this is like, okay, good step forward. Like good job being slightly more progressive, right? Any issues with those things that make sense, right? It's pretty good. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But 
The part that I guess doesn't dun, make sense dun, dun, dun. is the union requirement. So yeah, this is this is probably getting there again through the rounds of like news and stuff too. I'm sure is there's a to get that full subsidy. I think either all of it or part of it. You uh, have to produce the vehicle in a factory that's unionized. Yep. So that means I you know it's interesting to think about uh, foreign cars. They don't. It seems like it's more of a U.S. thing that does union related. Uh, we'll say work or. I guess co-relationship between businesses. Um, so brands like Toyota, um, Mercedes, Honda, it wouldn't qualify. So you yeah. still get seventy five hundred, but yeah, you wouldn't get the potential twelve. I'm curious how that works too, because like there's probably four different factories together that make that vehicle. Or maybe Toyota has a factory here in the U.S. You know, right? So it's like, well, it's technically produced here. Yeah. You know, so yeah, how, like, yeah. What are the you know? What if the battery pack is obviously going to be a major component? Like Tesla has the Gigafactory that's going to be just producing batteries up the asshole, right? That's their one goal. Is like this factory produces batteries. But what if that factory is or is not unionized, and the other one is or is not? Like they're opposite. Does that mean you get some credit, or it completely disqualifies it because it's not a hundred percent union? Blah, yep. Blah. So I don't think they fully thought that part out yet. But we'll see what happens. It's still a so, good step overall. I mean, I'm hoping that they just get rid of the unit requirement. They probably didn't really think, Tesla hype. They probably just thought, whoa, Tesla's like the only one, right? They're too far ahead. It's like, wait, what what do you mean there's other EVs? It's like, there's like, what what, what do you mean? Chevrolet makes the Bolt? What the hell? Chevrolet does electric stuff? What do you mean the Leaf's a car? I thought it was nature. But it, oh no, I know how Chevy works. All 454 Novas. if they I'm, don't know what electricity even is besides yeah. the battery. You know what it is? starts the starter. <laughs> what is a starter? I'm, I drive a Corvette. Get out of my way. <laughs> he does drive a Corvette. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's chip. like, this is, what core, this is what Chevy does. They don't know anything about the EV games. Red light. I'm the president, damn it. <laughs> what about go, the bolt? You mean the movie? About with the little dog? Yeah. <laughs> that dog that has a the, good movie. That's the pride of a nation. Actually, I, I like Biden. I'm not going to compare him to a Trump, so sorry. That <laughs> was more of a Trump comparison. <laughs> oh, man. We just can't keep out of it. Huh? Lightning is in bolts, people. <laughs> Lightning. Okay. Ball. Trademark. Now, I don't know what Chevy's thinking about here, but that car does not look like a white dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know I draw the best dogs. <laughs> Okay. I use a purple crayon, and it's amazing. <laughs> anyway. Neat uh, lines. <laughs> I use my McDonald's fry as a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw it on the back of this McDouble wrapper. <laughs> right. Oh, no, the wax doesn't work with the wax. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. Like, Where were we going with that? So, actually, I had a thought. You know, I think it's weird that the two uh, major U.S. EV makers now will have vehicles that say lightning bolt yeah that's very true conspiracy i think so (laughs) that weird huh that is weird to think about but yeah so that's gonna be interesting to see how that goes down but you know i guess if they did keep the unit requirement that would be such a bad thing so because for example the the uh f-150 lightning that's i mean it's not out yet right but from what the specs we've seen of it so far, it looks pretty promising. It's pretty it's pretty darn competitive, yeah. Because, like, the F-150 itself is a basic truck. It's already pretty... I mean, it's nothing well, right start, home about it. Well, it starts off basic. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the, the so the gas-powered versions aren't nothing necessarily right home about, you know what I mean? 
You know, they're nothing special per se. They're just competitive. Yeah, exactly. They're just like a good, decent, relatively mid-priced truck. You know, there's definitely, I would say, arguably better trucks out there. Uh, but they're not, you know, if you want just like a decent work truck, there you go, you know? So I'm curious to see maybe how the Lightning itself might change this, like change that whole parameter. Because we talked about before, for example, trucks are really like penetrate any other market. It's just the North American market. It seems like people like trucks. Yeah. Well, take that back. South America too. I mean, like Mexico and stuff like that. But in like Europe, you don't really see pickup trucks. I am wondering though if, for example, the Lightning might penetrate those markets. Mm. So, because I mean, I'm curious how that works with the whole credit. I imagine it's, it's only within the U.S., but I do wonder if that's going to be some sort of weird loophole. You know what yeah. I mean, for example, someone buys one here as a say an American citizen. And then their fucking cousin in Lithuania wants it for whatever strange yeah. reason. Ship it over. Maybe the shipping fees well, like four grand. Well, what's interesting is it's a lot easier to export the vehicle to another country versus bring it into the U.S. Yeah, because well, of their laws, so they could do that. Maybe, yeah. So that's what I'm wondering, though. Yeah, if this is like this whole like maybe in some cases your requirements is going to be good because it might promote more industrial growth for the U.S. Yeah, like solar cars, like the Bolt, the Lightning, whatever else comes up. If they do the Camaro as a four-door electric car, that's going to be interesting. I don't really know how that would fit. I mean, It's in interesting, too, because they all got out of the sedan games. What makes them think they're competitive now? I have no idea. Sometimes, yeah, I question what they think. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but what I was curious, actually, speaking of that, I so, wonder... Cause remember, sorry, I have to think of this thought. Sorry, 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 okay. sorry, sorry. I always think one day, if I ever was, like, kind of, let's say, fit enough to break it to the GM, like, executive offices... I feel like I would just find a bunch of babies in suits. Going. Exactly. Like, I get through the first five levels. It's like regular people with degrees. And suddenly the top floor is Goo Goo Gaga status. It's like, it all makes sense now. You need to put in the secret passcode. <laughs> triangle, triangle, circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could. It could be. It could. It could be starting a conspiracy right now that's true. Let's see here. Let's see here. The baby Illuminati. You go, you, you, it's really the babies that rule us. You go to you go to Dodge and it's just monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> We've got boom boom pow Hellcat. <laughs> oh Lord, this is this is what the country runs on. They literally snort gasoline. They're like Hellcat minivan. <laughs> Does it fit? Doesn't matter. <laughs> just get it in there. Make it fit. Durango, it's 400 years old. Sorry, mini man. No means yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's some body work. Okay. <laughs> They're like, we had to massage it a little bit. It's ugly as fuck. <laughs> but they sold it. That's not real, right? So, what? The Pacifica Hellcat is not a real no, thing. No, 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 There's no. There's no physical way they can shoehorn that in there unless they get rid of half the car. Honestly... <sighs> Knowing Chrysler, they do weird shit like that all the time. So Just would, twists the frame would, in half. It always surprised me if one day they do something weird like that, where they're like, fuck it. You know what I mean? We'll make it rear-wheel drive. We'll just, like, extend the start console area. Like, they'll, you know, people have been doing weird, like, for example, old, uh, not to get too far on the subject here, but, like, older 1970s vans were V8s. I mean, they were front-wheel drive V8s. They were, like, right next to you. Yeah. So, it's entirely possible. It's just a matter of... Is it worth the time? Because, for example, even the Hellcat project alone, or the Demon project, you know, you could argue it was even worth it. Because that was a lot of money in development into a single car. And not yeah. just, I should say, a car, a single type of I guess maybe car. that's sort of like a brand type thing. Yeah, but it paid off. Yeah. 
And it's it true. shows you, like, with Dodge, same thing with, like, you know, any other group, whether it be Ford, the same thing with the Lightning or the Bronco. When they actually want to put their mind to it, they do it for the most part. Yeah. Like the Bronco's electrical things we'll talk about some other day because holy fuck, they're pro. But <laughs> in terms of when they actually want to do something, they do it usually. Yeah. So, guess it's yeah. a case of the thing they want to do, is it a good idea? So, speaking of that, yeah. it seems like we're already cut kind of done with the Union Park because we are. Yeah. So, speaking oh, actually, of Actually, I had one, one okay. point that. So, remember Biden drove the Lightning, right? Yes. You got to ride in it. I think maybe there was some handshaking going on because Ford's Union. Uh, and he was like, oh, it makes sense. You know what? I got you, boys. Just give me one of them lightnings first. <laughs> so anyway, that, that could be something to think about. You know, that kind of lobbying type deal, you know, does kick in. That's true. Uh, that but anyway, true. continue. Well, speaking of hyped vehicles, you know, we have a few that, uh, well, not a few, but one particular. I mean, there's other ones too, like Rivian. But in particular, we're going to talk about Lucid because they're a very niche brand. Isn't it the Lucid Air? Yeah, it's Lucid Yeah. Air. It's the only sedan that they make currently, my my understanding, but it's super, well, I guess it's super, but it's very luxurious versus the rest of the lineup. Well, not really, I'm sorry, the rest of the EV market itself. Um, Tesla is arguably minimalistic, you know, borderline. Um, they're a technology company of sorts. Um, they're it, like their ideology. Yeah. Well, more like, um, I would say almost like, um, not but utilitarianism, where it's basically just a basic EV car with some nice touches. Like it's nice, but it's not, it's not as nice as it could be. It's not like a luxury. It's a di- different car. philosophy of how of what Ex- car should be. Exactly. While the Lucid Air is more like an S class electric, which is weird because even the S class is going to have an electric version soon. So it has its own little niche market. So what do you think about some of these hype cars or these hype brands? What what's your take? So I don't think Lucid is a hype brand. First of all, no, no, no hype. Yeah, not high. No, 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 hype. I don't. I don't think they're a hype brand. I think actually, they got a legitimate product that they've been working on for years and years quietly. Mm. And because if you look at the excitement around Lucid, it's only now that it's they finally got like press. You know, they're trying to get some press about it. They finally got like drives, test drives and stuff, and people can be driven around in it. I believe they've been working on this for like seven years, something like that. Oh yeah, right. And just like how Rivian started off really quiet, and now it's kind of produced something without. Like, because for example, we chatted before about, you know, Cybertruck and Lightning and all that. And heads up, as per usual, Cybertruck's been delayed. So that's just, you know, like typical Tesla's like, well, we'll talk about it and then come up with the actual solution later. And then Ford's like, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Damn it. Beer spilt. (laughs) Um, So so Lucid has basically been kind of quietly working on it. And what's interesting, too, is they're an international brand, right? Because I remember talking. I actually saw one in person in San Jose. Uh probably a year ago now it's pretty it's pretty cool i saw it and i was like wow this is like a large spacious vehicle it's like you know it's really this is really something new and i don't think it's the most beautiful vehicle ever but it's an interesting unique design right and the guy was mentioning that because i was thinking why not make an suv first mm. and he was saying well internationally they don't really need to make suvs it's just the u.s market exactly so he was like well this is going to sell great internationally I was like, oh, exactly. hmm, interesting point. So they they kind of just go in with the market they think works, and I think I think they've made a really um, like just a really solid pr- uh, product. Honestly, it's like they've gone a different route. The way it's designed and looks is just like wow. And I think up up most the engineering is like Tesla level for like like you know. Speaking of engineering, this engineer needs to take a little tinkle break. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs>
Sorry, so yes, engineer PP break. Either way, we are back again, again, in another again, talking about more hype stuff, which we sounds are now, very similar to, uh, I guess, hold on, hold on, what were you going to say? We are now lucid. We are now, oh, look at that, interesting. Okay. Thank you very much, thank you very much. Nice play on words there. Um, Here all day, kids. <laughs> God. Um, but don't tell your parents. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I guess my take on it with... Uh, yeah, there's definitely this like kind of weird cult following of certain uh, car types, especially with Tesla, which is similar to the whole Dogecoin thing too, with you know Elon Musk hyping that up. So, yeah, Luce is going to be interesting in this kind of we'll say battle of the niche markets because Rivian's not super luxurious either, right? But they're kind of seems like in the middle almost. Like Tesla's pretty basic in terms of like you know interior comfort, like it's still nice, but there's not a lot going on. It's a bit like that, where this their is philosophy very clean. for their interiors is and then like the where minimalistic where you, where you spend your time and yeah, is different. Yep. And then Rivian's like somewhere in the middle where they're not you know they're not Tesla. They actually have feet. Like it looks almost like a regular car, you know. But definitely you can still you know still futuristic. I would say they're going for they're I mean they're going for like a utilitarian, rugged like you know comfortable it's like a Land luxury EV. Yeah, like they're, yeah. they're going for, I, th- I think, a, a good combination where it's like this vehicle is very capable and we've made it so, especially for off-road, but it's not it's not cheap. It's like it's the, the I guess they've done both, you know, they're doing luxurious and rugged, which is this, you know, the interesting compromise. So that's their take. Yep. And then Luce is just like uber, like nice. Well, I, you saw, I've never seen it in person. Is it actually big or is it like? Huge. It's big. Okay. So like the rear seats have shit tons of room. Ah, they're and of really course, aiming for that China like, market. No, it's they. <laughs> uh, really I'll give the one China. thing is it's a beautiful place to be inside. You're like, I can just live in here. This could be my rent. I don't want to park it. No, that's my car nice. payment is my rent. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna live in it. It's bigger than my first New York apartment. Oh my gosh, Pat. No, San yeah. Francisco. San Francisco. Yep. <laughs> Damn, I missed that wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> when Harry Potter becomes too nostalgic, I must live it. Talk, this is terrible. To the stairs. Anyway. Where's uh, my Hagrid to come save me? <laughs> my Harry Prince Charming, if you will. <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> Fuck that. Who's going to tell me I'm a wizard? You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? You inside just joke, inside joke. Really dark. You're only sitting in a closet, like, put on, like, a fake fucking, like, hoboish beard. Just telling yourself, you're a wizard, Eric. You just got you're, a little... You but got, you say your name, you're a wizard, Chris. You got a little... A I, I got a little lighter. I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. <laughs> and God, I'm living your saw. Anyway, those are the days. Just like heroin with God lives... Oh, okay, that's too dark. That's just, too dark. Yeah, I right, hold on. No, he's getting he's getting his fix. He's like, ah, that's the spell. That's the spell. <laughs> All right, well, how did we get there? Oh God. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Riv- uh, Lucid's Lucid. magic. Yes, Lucid exactly. Magic. You know, uh, what was it uh, for, uh, potions and uh, spells one hundred and one Lucid yep. style? It goes like magic. Ronald magic. Lucid. <laughs> Ronald's lucid again. Put him out. Put him out. Um, but yeah, anyway, so it's curious. I'm I'm kind of excited because basically, I I think like Tesla has shown that if you have the right like sort of like plan, determination, and right leadership, you can create new car companies. Mm. Like it's good, but I think it it also is like EV related is is I think it really has to be EV because you got that interchangeability of like electronics. Mm. So. 
the guy, the CEO of Lucid is a really nerdy engineer. Yes. And actually, what are your closing thoughts on that too, by the way? Of? Just in general, what's your closing thoughts? Of Lucid? near that? Yes. So, I mean, it's impressive. I always have never be able to afford one, probably. But, no, no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> eBay. Um, <laughs> but no, it's like, so what they've done, because for me, it's always been a case of, it's kind of weird, is like, that whole range anxiety part of EV ownership that's kind of such a hype thing is like Tesla has generally had the option of like preventing that. Like their newest Model S can go, the top end one that's not the plot I think can go like almost 450 miles, which is like class leading, right? Well, Lucid can beat that. Yeah. So I think 450 might be, so like Lucid is over 400 and that's like, that's impressive, right? That's not Tesla technology. That's them doing it. Whereas like, I mean, it's a bad example. Like the Mach-E is, well, we can go as far as a Tesla, but our battery is like 30% bigger Yeah. for the same amount of range. So that means you got to charge more battery to get the same, like that, you know, they, they did it, but they brute forced it. Yeah. So Lucid's engineering is just like with Rivian. I think their engineering is really pretty epic. Like they're really focused on that, which a lot of companies don't. They just focus on what consumers like and you know, thinking that they're okay with that, but I'm guessing they're going for well, what? Trendy, yeah, they go with well. What if we engineer like kind of good solutions to this? So I'm excited by Lucid. When I mean, one day maybe they'll come out with you know like a five series or a three series type competitor. Okay. Again, to those markets, you know, they they all start expensive, so they can really go all out with their engineering and then trickle it down, right? Just like with Tesla. So pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, you know, all these companies will see if they can, uh, like, final thoughts if they can make a dent or sort of have that appreciation like Tesla has regardless of what they do. Mm. So we'll see. You know, I, I, I do hope that, you know, they continue to build upon these, like, brands that have just started. Okay. Yeah. So my closing thought for wrap this up, the reason I think it's going to honestly probably become pretty successful similar to Tesla is, fun fact, the CEO, instead of getting a bonus, he pays himself in stocks. He's uh, ready. I was like, well, that makes sense. I mean, in theory, then, you'd want to do your best effort to make your company really competitive, especially on, like, the NASDAQ or other markets, you know. Because then, essentially, you're just giving yourself a crazy bonus by the time everything's said and done. You, know, so you get paid out, like, let's say, every, like, quarter a thousand stocks or whatever. Or when you IPO. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you know, know who else did that? Yeah. Good old Musk. Yep. So, so it's happening. Exactly. Before That's also a sign right there to invest. Uh, we are not financial analysts. Do not listen to our advice. Exactly. Just cover yourself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited. You excited? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Thanks for listening.